You're listening to Mapleview Community Church Podcast. So how do you know when the Holy Spirit is talking to you? And how do you know if you even have the Holy Spirit? Maybe some of you are asking that this morning. I don't even know if I have the Holy Spirit. Well, I want to assure you that if you have asked Jesus into your heart, asked him to forgive your sins, the Holy Spirit is living in you. So you have the Holy Spirit. A lot of us maybe haven't always uh, realized or got uh, into the practice of listening to what the voice of the Holy Spirit is saying. Or maybe you didn't even know that the Holy Spirit can talk to you. And when he does, how can you recognize his voice? In Galatians 5.22, it says, When the Holy Spirit controls our lives, he will produce this kind of fruit in us. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. This is a good measuring stick for you to know whether or not you are allowing the Holy Spirit to work in your lives. Now, a lot of you know that I do real estate, so talking houses is very easy for me. So often we, we think of our hearts as our house, and a house has many rooms. So sometimes we only allow the Lord or the Holy Spirit access to certain rooms in our house. Maybe you have the Holy Spirit, you know, he's only allowed to go in the the bedroom and the basement, but he doesn't have full reign of your house. The Holy Spirit wants full reign of your house. He doesn't just want a part. In verse 25 of that same chapter, it says, if we are living now by the Holy Spirit, let us follow the Holy Spirit in every part of our lives. It's not saying let us uh, follow the Holy Spirit in some parts of our lives. Sometimes it's hard to give up every part of our lives. And in this um, society that we live in right now, this culture, this world, control is often seen, often looked at as a bad thing. Everybody's trying to control everybody. And often those in control aren't always the ones you want in control. But the Holy Spirit wants to control our lives. And when he controls, it produces things that are good because he is good and he is truth and he's all of those other things. In Hebrews 3, verse 7 to 11, it says, this is what the Holy Spirit says. Today, you must listen to his voice. If we have to listen to his voice, we need to know what it sounds like. Today, listen to his voice. Don't harden your hearts against him as Israel did When they rebelled. So I was angry with them and I said, Their hearts always turn away from me. They refuse to do what I tell them. But never forget this warning. And he says it again Today, you must listen to his voice. Don't harden your hearts against him as Israel did when they rebelled. So there's a command there saying, Listen to his voice. Don't harden your hearts and don't rebel. So we need to have a heart that is open to listening to his voice and recognizing it. The Holy Spirit was given to us to strengthen us, to give us wisdom, understanding, counsel, fortitude or courage, knowledge, the quality of being reverent, acts of charity, and the fear of the Lord. So how do we walk this out in a practical way in our everyday life that's always so busy? 
So I know when we go to Florida, it's our time where, you know, everything seems to just be put on the back burner. We're not in a rush. We don't have agendas. We don't have to get to work. And we have a lot of time. So like Jay has mentioned, lots of times we go out and we go for a walk. And that's our time of praying and, and just kind of getting back on track with everything. So we are daily asking the Lord, speak to us. Let me hear your voice. Let me know uh, where you're directing and leading us. If there's divine appointments that we need to have somewhere, if there's someone that you want us to talk to, let us be aware. We sing about it all the time in church, is let us be aware of your presence. We're always singing about the Holy Spirit and speaking to us and talking to us. They're not just words. We're, they're prayers. So we sing them, but are we actually intentional about listening and obeying? The Bible says it's better to obey than sacrifice. So if God is talking to us, first of all, we need to recognize his voice. We need to listen to it, and then we need to obey. I do not want the Lord to get angry with me. I think in our culture today, there's a lack of fear, the fear of the Lord in our, in our culture. I know growing up, having the fear of the Lord and my father was enough to keep me out of a lot of trouble. We need to have that fear of the Lord. It's for our protection, and it's to do good things for him. So usually when the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, it is for the benefit of somebody else. It's not like, oh, I wonder if I should have Cheerios today or cornflakes. I'll ask the Holy Spirit. Like, yes, the Lord likes to be in all areas of your life, but let's not cheapen what the Holy Spirit is about to those things. He is part of our trinity. He's God the Father. God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. He's powerful, and he's come to give us power, strength, and courage. And I want to do that, and I want to be walking in that daily. So we get into the practice of that. Now, you might say, like, not everyone gets to go to Florida for a length of time and have everything stripped away and, you know, get back into that. So how can you do that in your daily life? You know, life is busy. You know, I hear that over and over. Oh, they're just busy, they're busy, they're busy. So here's a practical way, if you are not doing this on a daily basis, before your feet even hit the floor in the morning, take 30 seconds. Lord, I want to learn to hear your voice. Direct my steps. Let me be aware of your presence. Don't let me miss divine appointments. Like, it doesn't have to take a long time. That prayer life hopefully will continue to grow. But if you're not doing anything, that's a great way to, st to start. And you've not lost any of your day yet and you've already been intentional. Now, when you get out of bed, you still want to be intentional during the day to see if you actually hear and recognize the voice of, the God, of God and that Holy Spirit, and we will get into uh, what that actually looks like. Now, some of you will think, well, how do I know if it's the voice of the Holy Spirit, or like, what if it's the enemy telling me to do things? Well, guaranteed, the enemy is not going to tell you to do good things. So you can kind of write that one off right away. The Holy Spirit is for the benefit of other people. So you cannot go wrong by doing something good for somebody, whether it turns out whether it was the Holy Spirit or just yourself thinking about that. But I find in my own life, it's often like, wow, where did that thought come from? If you go back to the story of the Good Samaritan on the road to Jericho, he was in a hurry. He was going somewhere. He had things to do, and God interrupted him. 
And God interrupted an, a few other people too, and they didn't listen, but he did. He stopped, and he listened to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Now, I've also heard at times people say, well, if I don't do it, God will use someone else. That is not true. God will not always use something that he has intended to use you for. We are his hands and feet. And if he is asking us to do something, it is designed for you to do. Don't push it off. Do you want him to get angry as he did with the Israelites? If you push God's voice off enough, you will stop hearing it. Jay had a conversation with someone this week, and he, he was saying, I'm starting to hear the voice of the Lord again. And Jay said, well, maybe you're just listening more now. But my thinking when he said that, I thought, well, maybe it's both. If we stop listening, maybe he stops talking. And when we tune back in to listen, maybe he starts talking again and we start hearing him more and more. Don't let your hearts get calloused. Imagine what the church worldwide could do if all the Christians in it listened to the voice of the Holy Spirit within them and acted upon it. This world would look very different. And then I think, what would Barry look like if the churches in Barry, all the Christians in Barry, listened to the voice that is speaking inside them to do good, how different it would look. We're not here just for our own selves, just going about life, you know, getting more and doing more and really not caring, not, not having a higher purpose. We are Jesus with skin on and he is calling us and he has a purpose and he has a plan and he has divine appointments for each one of you. But are you listening? And do you recognize his voice when he's talking. It's not an intrusive thought. I've learned what an intrusive thought is, and I've had them, and that's not of the Lord. Um, an intrusive thought is always negative, but you will have an interruptive thought where the Lord will maybe interrupt your schedule, and are you going to be too busy to do what God is asking you to do? Now, you, you, know, you might be saying that, you know, the whole, well, is it my voice or someone else's voice? Another way is when you don't listen to it and you leave somewhere and you feel awful. You're like, oh my goodness, I think that was the Lord and I didn't do it. I have done that many a times and felt horrible and repented before the Lord as I'm so sorry. I was either, I was too embarrassed to maybe say Jesus loves you or I didn't want to go and talk to that person or I was too busy or... It was like arguing with myself, well, maybe it's just my own voice, maybe I don't really need to do that, and arguing back and forth and haven't done it, and gone away and felt horrible. Well, I don't need to feel horrible with myself if it was just myself, but if it's something the Lord asked me to do and I didn't do it, that's where that feeling comes in. So that repentance, and Lord, please forgive me. Help me to be quick to listen to your voice. Help me to act quickly when I know it's you speaking. I want to be obedient. So I want to give you um, an idea, like an example, I guess, of a practical way in my life that this has played out uh, this year. And I've had many, but I'll share this one with you. So it gives you an idea. Maybe you think, oh, you know what, I've had those too. Or maybe it'll help you recognize the voice in your heart. So when we were in Florida, um, I was going shopping, so I was by myself. And a lot of times when I'm driving, that's when I do a lot of praying. There's no distractions. So on my way to TJ Maxx, I'm praying, Lord, 
I want to be aware of your presence. Give me divine appointments. If there's anyone I need to bump into today or just to encourage, you know, just put that on my heart. And then I get to the store and I'm shopping around. And I always, by the time I'm done, I get to the baby section because now with the babies, I'm always looking for things that they're looking for. So Brooke, we're always looking for this special stuffed animal for Nova that we can't find anywhere. So I'm in the baby section, it's a little bit crowded. And I make my way over to where the stuffed animals are. And like, whew, I get this, like almost hits me like a brick wall of a really bad smell, like someone is really smelly. But there's a whole bunch of people there in this family, so they move along. And I kind of make my way back thinking, well, maybe it was them and they've moved along. And when they're gone, there's one lady left there. And clearly, it's her. She's got her shopping cart and her, her backpack in her cart. She is filthy, dirty. And then I get that little voice in my heart. She's the one you want, I want you to talk to. Of course she is. The smelly one, you know. So these are the thoughts. I'm just being very transparent here. And don't judge me. You've probably all thought that sometime. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, what am I going to say to her? So she is just over there. And she's just like this, touching all the uh, stuffed animals. So I walk over. And I'm like, oh, aren't they nice and soft? And I'm making small talk. I think I scared her half to death that I was even talking to her. So we have a little conversation back and forth, and then I've, you know, well, God bless you, have a great day, and off I go, finish my shopping, and it's like, oh, good girl, you listen to the voice of God, and, you know, off I go, get in line, got my things, and I'm standing in line, and probably most of you know now, the lines of, you all get in one line, and then you wait for the cashiers, so there's quite a big long, long lineup. So I'm standing there with my stuff, and that voice again, you think that was good enough? Yes, it was good enough. Uh, no, it wasn't good enough. So I was like, fine. If she's still there, I'll go and buy her a stuffy, because clearly she liked the stuffies. So, you know, there's part of me, please don't be there, please don't be there. And then I get over there, and she's there. So back I go to talk to her. And I'm like, oh, so which one's your favorite? And she goes, oh, none of these. And then she goes over to the big toys. I'm like, of course. She wants the most expensive thing. So she's the, the fire trucks and this toy and that toy. And then she gets to the very end. And there's a little dog with its kennel. And she pulls it off this shelf. And she goes, this is my favorite. So I'm like, OK, I'll buy it for you. Well, she was like a kid in a candy shop. So we put it in her cart. And we start heading back to the front, back to the line. So I'm like, you can go wait at the door for me and I'll just go pay. Oh, no, no, I'll come with you. Of course you will. So into the lineup we go. And I feel like this light is on me in the lineup. So there's all these people. She is chatting away. Remember, everyone knows she's there because, you know. So we're in the lineup, she's behind me with her cart and she's chatting away and there's all merchandise along the side and she's touching it all and, um, you know, thinking I'm gonna buy her more things. Anyways, we finally get to the cashier. She's behind me with her cart here. I'm going to pay for hers and she must say something and the cashier looks at her and she goes, oh, excuse me, ma'am, if you have something to buy, the lineup's over there. 
I said, oh, that's okay, she's with me. And quickly she goes, oh yeah, she's my friend. What's your name? <laughs> and so then the cashier and I had this good laugh of, so I tell her my name, she tells me her name. We buy the gift, this dog, and then we go out, outside. I give her her bag and I have a little conversation with her and I let her know how much Jesus loves her. And then we go our way. That was it. And I got in my car and I just prayed for her. This was not benefiting me at all. Like, I had sunshine and a pool waiting. And, you know, I know that's not a big deal, but it's the interruption of listening to that voice. This was to benefit her. Could someone else have done it? God was asking me. I have no idea where she lived. I don't know if she was going to make it through that night. I don't know when the last time anyone had ever talked to her or even told her that she was loved. That was my moment to be Jesus to her, to let her know in this world she was noticed, she was loved, and she was cared about. That's what God wants to do with each of us. If we are open to listening to his voice, he wants to use us. He says obedience is better than sacrifice. You know, you might think, oh, well, I give here and I give there. Sometimes he just wants you to be obedient and listen to whoever it is that he is putting in front of you. You are going to touch people that I will never see. You will never see that lady, and I'll probably never see her again. But my job in that moment was to touch her and speak life into her. God has placed you in different areas in your world, not just so you can make money, eat well, and have a great life, which are all good things, but he has a bigger purpose. He's put you there to speak life into somebody else. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to get to heaven and say, I put all these people in your path, and you, and you ignored the voice. So my challenge for you this week is that you would... Inquire. We have to be intentional. It doesn't just happen by mistake. It's when I'm intentional that I hear God's voice. When I'm not, I don't. So be intentional. So maybe this week you need to, before you jump out of bed, Lord, help me be intentional today in listening to your voice. You're going to have times where you're going to miss it, but that's okay. Be aware even of the times you miss it. Repent and try again. Let's be effective together for the glory of God. Amen? Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you that you have given us the Holy Spirit to give us strength and courage, boldness, to share the love of Jesus with everyone that you put in front of us. Lord, may we be aware of your presence. God, may we be obedient in listening to it. May we be intentional Lord, to even want to. You have called us children of the Most High God. God, you, we are you with skin on, and may you use us well, and may we be willing to be used by you. May we give you full control of our lives to use us in the ways that you want to use us. Even when we're afraid or nervous or anxious, may we know that in the presence of God there is peace and that you would give us peace to do what you have called us to do. Help us not to be afraid to step out into the unknown, 
to maybe do something we haven't done before. Help us not to be afraid of failure, but God, that we would just continue to strive more and more to honor you in all that we do. You're such an amazing God. We sang about it this morning, of your holiness, your, your faithfulness. Lord, your forgiveness, your grace and your mercy and your holiness. Oh God, may we take it serious. And may we hear one day, well done, good and faithful servant. And Lord, I pray for that lady, wherever she is right now, that God, again, somehow you would remind her of the love that you have for her, that she is one of your children as well. Wherever she is, may your hand be upon her, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. You're listening to Maple View Community Church Podcast. 